Because God's word is in continuity. The prophet says whatever it is that you preach is going to run from Genesis all the way to Revelation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we'll read in the book of Revelation chapter 4 from verse 1. It says, after this I looked and behold a door was opened in the heaven and the first voice which I heard was as it were a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up thither. Come up thither, and I will show thee the things which must be hereafter. Then we'll read again. This is my last scripture before we sit down. Again, the book of Revelation, chapter 10. Many of us in the message, we know this verse, this, this book. We know this chapter. It says from verse 1 up to 11. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud and the rainbow was upon his head and his face was as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire and he had in his hand a little book open. I want you to get this. This book was open and he sat in his right foot upon the sea and with his left foot upon the earth and cried with a loud voice as it were a lion roareth and when he had cried seven thunders uttered their voices. Verse 4 and when the seven thunders had uttered their voices I was about to write and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, seal up those things which are in those seven thunders, with the seven thunders uttered and write them not. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth, lifted up his hand unto heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created the heaven and the earth and the things that therein, and the earth and the things that therein, and the seas and the sea and the things that therein, that there should be time no longer. Verse 7, it says, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished, as he hath declared to his servants, the prophets. And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again, say, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the face of the earth. And I went to the angel and said, Give me the book, the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up, and it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. Verse 10. And I looked and the little book out of and took the little book out of the hand of the uh, out of the angel's hand and ate it up and honey and, and in my mouth it was in my mouth as sweet as honey and as soon as I had eaten it my belly was bitter and he said unto me thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. Amen. Amen. Nenda ba malaiko mlaro wa mani inga ka okuva muguru gayamba de chilene musoke ngari kumutwegwe na masoge ngenjuba nebigerebiye ngempaji ezomuliro era yalina mumkono gwe akataba kabikuse na ateke chigereche cha dio kunyanja ne cha kono konsi na yogerera waguru ne dobozi dene ngempologoma bwe uluguma bwe yogerera waguru ebibwatuko msanvu ne byogerera amalobozi gabyo ebibwatuko msanvu bwe byayogerera amalobozi gabyo nali nyendo kuwandika membulire dobozi elive eliva muguru ngaliogera anti Tega kabone ro kwebio ebibwa tukom samvu ebibio gedi soto biwandi ka malika gwenalabanga imiri de kunyanya ne kunsi na imsom kono gwe ogwadio eri eguru na laira e ori abo mla mireme ne mireme e atonde guru ne birim nensi ne birim nenyanya ne birim nditewali berachisera na te na ye muna kuzetdobozi ya malika om samvu baribanga gendo kufua e chama chaka tunna nchilio kachito kilira gengiri weri ya wuri la badube banabi netdobozi ya na wuri la angaliva muguru nendi wuri la na te angaliogera na ngenti Liga mbanti genda otuale chitabe chivikuse mumukono guwa malaika. Aimiri deku nyanja nekunsi nengende li malaika nga mugamba okumpa katabo. Nangama antituwala okamire. Eleka na akaya orubutoro na ye mukamwako. Kana baka uomere vungomu bisigwe njuchi. Nituwala katabo nengkajamu mukono guwa malaika. Nengkamira 
nekabaka nekaba mukamwaka ange kawomere bungo mbiswenduchi bwenakalia olutoluwange ne lukayirizibwa ne bangamba anti chigwani dokubulira na teri abantu na mawanga nennimi ne bakabaka abanji hallelujah hallelujah may we please close our eyes and pray Precious, gracious Heavenly Father. Once again we come before the Because there is none like you. Every man that went to school can open and read from the book. But it takes something supernatural to come down and review what is written within. For it tells us that the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. Will you come down and read the life unto this creature that it might be a living reality in the face of the people. Hide me behind the cross that I may never be seen. Just use me as an instrument, Lord, to speak your thought to these people. That at the end of this service, Lord, like John, they might prophesy again. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amina. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We may now take our seats. And I'm going to read again from the book of Revelation, chapter 4, verse 7. It says here, And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast was like a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Are you still happy to be in the house of the Lord? We have read in the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis chapter 1. Where God says let us make man. In our own image. After our own, after our own likeness. And I'll ask you a question. What is the image of God? Is it big eyes and big ears? Is it he's very tall or he's very dark skinned? But the prophet tells us God that God is spirit. And God does not have a stature because he is a spirit. But the image of God was the authority of God. That's why he says now and we will give him dominion over all the things upon the face of the earth which was the image of God. And that was the likeness of God. That God would rule the heavens and men would rule upon the face of the earth. And that is the reason why God created men for him to have dominion. Then I have a question for you. I begin to wonder that if God created you to have dominion, how come you fail to assume dominion over the smallest of things, over even in, in your classroom at school? You do not want to assume a position of power when they ask you to be a classmate, you refuse. Even at your job, when they want you to be uh, in charge of a uh, number of people, you refuse. My question is, what manner of a man are you? From whence did you come? Because a man that was created in the image of God was created to assume power and to take dominion over all the things of the earth. When I mean all things, I don't mean some things. I mean all things. That means even your financial problems, it falls under all things. That means the sickness in your body, it falls under all things. That means your problematic boss at your workplace falls under all things. That means your empty pantry at home falls under all things. You were created and made in the image of God to have dominion and exercise authority over all things. Now in the book of Genesis chapter 2, we hear that God now created this man and formed out of the dust of the earth a body and put the spirit man that he had created in that body and he called them Adam. 
Now Adam, Adam, standing in the image of God on the earth, he was a miniature God. The prophet tells us that Adam was an extension. He was a part of God. Adam was a God on the earth. That's why Adam would stand and say, river flow from the south to the north. Yes. River, the water, river. E, e flow from the south to the north and the rivers would obey because he was standing in the authority that God had created him to stand. That's why Adam would wake up on one hot day and say and call the clouds and say clouds come and cover and give us a little bit of shade and a wind from the east must blow in the garden and surely and indeed as sure as light is different from the day the wind would come. Why? Because Adam was standing in the authority that God had created him to be. That was the first specimen that God had created. He was standing in his position. Hallelujah, praise God. But we realize and we know that after some time, God took out a rib from Adam and Adam called that woman Eve. You see, it was in the nature of Adam to even give names to things. God would come down one day with an answer sheet hiding it behind his back and God would bring a lion just to see what Adam would call it. And Adam, because he was God, he was standing in the image of God. He was an extension of who God was. Adam would look at the lion and say, because when you roar, termites from trees fall. Termites from trees fall. Because you have a big mane. Because you have a big mane, you are called a lion. And God would check his answer sheet. And God, that would be the name of it. And God would say, Amen. And God would bring an elephant. An elephant would come. And God would look at his answer sheet. Just to see what Moses would call, what, what Adam would call it. And Adam would stand and say, Because you have big ears. And a long trunk. And gray skin. I'm going to call you elephant. And God would say amen. Because Adam was standing in the image that God had created him to be. He was standing in the image of God after the likeness of the creator. He himself could stand and say something and God would be his amen corner. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah, if you believe it, say amen. But after a while, the serpent came into the garden of Eden and beguiled Eve and Adam because he knew that God was going to kill Eve out of the love that he had Adam was not deceived Adam knew exactly what he was Adam doing the prophet tells us that if Adam, Adam hadn't partaken of the sin that Eve had done Eve was going to die but Adam knew that Eve was an extension of himself so he partook in the sin to save his wife. Now because Adam had done so, God could not kill Adam because Adam was an extension of who God was. If God would have killed Adam, God would have killed a part of himself. So God could not kill Adam. Hallelujah, praise God. So when you are seated there, you have got to know that you are an extension of who God was. Now the prophet tells us the reason why Adam Adam could stand and say all those things and God would say amen it's because Adam had a title deed book Adam was given a book of authority Adam was given a secret to the access of the authority of God but after Adam fell he forfeited the rights to the book and the devil because he had dirty hands could not get his hand on the book so the book had only one thing left to do was to return to its original owner who was the Lord Jesus Christ who had given it to Adam in the beginning. Then we see Adam being chased from the garden and the lion that Adam would one day walk with perhaps like a dog putting it on the leash it started to hunt him. Why? 
Because he had lost the title deed book. He had lost the right. But I want to thank God that even though God had already made a way to bring men back to his former estate. That's why the prophet preached the message, the restoration of the bright tree. Now he explains to us what restoration means. Restoration means to put back where not to take something new but that very thing that was lost and restore it back to its original position. Hallelujah, praise God. Now came Jesus Christ, the second Adam, Adam upon the face of the earth who was standing in the volume of the book. That's why Christ one day when the winds and the storms would rise Christ is sleeping in the boat he would stand and put his foot on the brink of the ship and say peace be still and the seas and the winds would obey and the disciples would ask what manner of a man is this? I tell you the manner of a man it was the second Adam that was upon the face of the earth it was God's plan of restoring men back to his rightful position. Hallelujah, praise Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise Hallelujah. God. If you are grateful for the second Adam, will you give God a better amen? Now Christ standing on the face of the earth as the second Adam would stand and look at Jairus' daughter and say, Talita Kumi, and say, Talita Kumi, <laughs> Little girl rise. He would look at Jairus' daughter. Oh, yes, you are And say, Little girl rise. And immediately she would rise. Because he was standing in the volume of the book. He was standing in the image of God. And he would say things. And God would say, Amen. I want to tell you tonight if you tonight have been put in the body of Christ, the Bible says, by one spirit, we are baptized into one body, which is the body of Christ. Now, if you are there, you are standing as a, as a part of Adam. You are an Eve in this last day. And you have the same authority because the husband and the, and the wife are one flesh. You and Christ are one flesh. You can also stand and speak to your dead situation and your dead situation will rise. You can also stand and speak to a situation in your life God will say amen. Why? Because you have been restored. Praise God, amen. Now we read in the book of Revelation, chapter 4 or chapter 5, you hear that after all had been said and done in heaven, there was a meeting. God and his angels and all the saints and everyone else, they were sitting there and there was a meeting and there was one that was seated upon the throne who had a book. Remember in the book of Genesis, there was once a book, but the book returned to its original owner. Now in the book of Revelation, we see that original owner sitting upon the throne with a book in his hand that was closed. The book had been closed. Ah, when Adam had it in the book of Eden, in the garden of Eden, open book, that, why, that is why he could exercise the authority of what was in the book. But after he lost it, the book then was closed and returned back to the owner. Now the owner was sitting on the throne with a closed book in his hand. And the question was asked, who is worthy to come and take the book to look at the book and to lose the seal thereof? And the Bible says there was none found in heaven. There was none found in heaven. There was none found under the earth who could take the book to look at it and to lose and to lose the seals there. And John said, I wept much. Why did John weep? Because he knew that if the book remained closed, the devil would have authority over God's children and all of creation would be lost. Hallelujah. But praise God. John says in there, I beheld. There is a voice that says, Weep not, John. Weep not, John. I'm saying to you tonight, 
we have not little flock we have not TVF for there is one that has been found worthy to take the book and to lose the souls thereof and John said lo and behold I saw a lion and the voice said the lion of the tribe of Judah has been found worthy but when he beheld he says I saw a lamb as if it was slain from the foundations of the world walking in the presence of God and he went and he took the book and when he took the book that's when we realize now in the book of Revelation chapter 10 that now there was a mighty angel who is this mighty angel the Bible says he had a cloud and a rainbow the prophet explains what a rainbow means it says a rainbow represents a covenant so the angel with the covenant the prophet tells us that is none, none other than the Lord Jesus Christ he is the angel of the covenant now when that mighty angel came down from heaven the book was no longer closed it says he had in his right hand an open book when you get to verse 5 or verse 6 you hear that there was another mighty angel that was standing upon the face of the earth my brother there had to be another mighty angel standing upon the face of the earth who is this mighty angel now we hear the book of Revelation chapter 1 and 2 that God has seven stars in his hand and those seven stars are the seven messengers or the seven angels to the the seven church ages that's why John was told to the angel of the first church age write these things to the angel of the second church age write these things now in the tenth chapter there was an angel standing upon the face of the earth hallelujah praise God who had his foot one upon the sea one upon the land and his hand was lifted up in the heavens one foot on the sea he was putting all powers that were under the sea under his feet and his right foot on the land he was subjecting all power under his feet remember in the book of Genesis God created man that he should exercise power and authority over all Things. Now this mighty angel which is none other than the prophet William Branham the seventh angel of this seventh church age was standing there and he was putting all powers under his foot. That's why in a prayer line he would stand and say I adjure every spirit and put it under my feet for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ and one hand was lifted up in heaven the Bible tells us we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places so why was his hand lifted up he was taking a hold of spiritual wickedness in heavenly places and he was putting them under subjection because why he was standing in the image that God had created him to stand oh hallelujah Hallelujah. praise God hallelujah Hallelujah. if you are happy say amen if you believe this to be the truth will you shout amen or give God a clip of him hallelujah praise God and now the prophet tells us that John represented the bride and John was told go to the angel that is upon the face of the earth and take the book that open book remember the message of restoration God was now restoring back the men that had fallen from his original state back into his position. Now John the bride was told go and take the book and eat of the book or study the book meditate upon the book write it upon the tables of thine heart and after you do that it shall be sweet in thy mouth and bitter in thy belly and after you do that prophesy again hallelujah praise God let me tell you tonight this book is not given this book is taken the Bible says from the time 
name of John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violence shall take it by force. That is why I have a problem with Christians who want everything to be handed down to everything, to be handed down to them. It was never in the plan of God to just end you things. You are supposed to go and take it violently. That is why when the devil has taken a hold of your children, you don't just sit there and say, ah, the devil stole my children. You have got to go and take them back and say, Satan, give me back my children. And say, Satan, give me back my health. You have taken what is mine for so long, but enough is enough. I want a believer tonight who will say enough is enough. But today, I'm claiming back everything that you've taken from me. You have stolen my prosperity. You have stolen my peace. You have stolen my sleep. But I'm claiming them back in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As John was told, go and take the book. Go and take the book. When he went there, he said to the angel, give me the book. He wanted the book to be written the angel knew better. The angel said, no, 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 John. I'm not supposed to give you the book. You are supposed to take it back. Hallelujah, praise God. That's why tonight we are stepping into the cup of the enemy and we are taking back every redemptive blessing that God has given us because it's our right to exercise authority because it is our right to go and take after John went, he took the book. And after he taken the book, he ate of the book. And he was supposed to prophesy to generations and kindreds and tongues and people and kings. My brother, I tell you, if you have eaten of this book, you will prophesy again before kings. You will prophesy again before bosses as well. You will prophesy again to presidents and monarchs because after you eat of the book, it has got some after effects. The side effects of this book is to make you prophesy. The reason why you are not prophesying is you haven't taken the book yet. But why haven't you taken the book? Yet it has been given to you. Yet it is an open book. Hallelujah, praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, praise Hallelujah. God. Are we together? Are we together? Oh, have I lost you somewhere? Oh, praise God. I hadn't given you I had not given you uh, the title of this message. But don't worry. In a little while, it shall be made known. Hallelujah, praise God. See, I am just laying a background that you get to know who you really are. That you must know what is rightfully yours. That you must know that there are no devils in hell that can stand before you. Why? Because you are standing in the volume of the book. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise God. Now we were told in the same book of Revelation that there were four beasts. When the seals were being opened, there were four, four horse riders. There was a black horse rider, white horse rider. And the prophet tells us in the first seal that the first horse rider he represented deception. It was the spirit of the Antichrist that had come to deceive. Hallelujah. But when we read in the book of Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, Hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah. Chapter 59, from verse 9, it will tell you that when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall raise a stand against him. Now in the first seal, the devil came with the standard of a white horse rider. But, oh, hallelujah, praise God, there was an anointing that was upon the face of the earth as we have read in the book of Revelation chapter 4. 
verse 7 that there was a beast a living creature a lion hallelujah and in those seven church ages and in the seven seals the prophet explains to us and tells us what that anointing meant it was the anointing of the word because it is only the word that can expose the devil that is why the devil is afraid of the word because he knows that that word is going to expose him. He knows that his destination has been made known in that very word. That is why he tries as hard as possible to fight the word. That is why all the mystery of God has been lost through the ages. Why is it that? Because the devil did not want to be exposed. But I tell you tonight, the more you eat of this book, the more you put yourself together with this book, whatever devil in your life is bothering you, it is going to be exposed. I don't care if it's the spirit of where you come from. I don't care if it's the spirit of your uncles who died with nothing. And that's the reason maybe you cannot get a job because your uncles died with nothing. That devil is about to be exposed. The devil is in trouble. The devil is in trouble. I say the devil is in Mama trouble. He's about to be exposed. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall raise the against him. Now we are told in the following three church ages there was a dominating spirit which was the red horse rider. Now the red horse rider the Red Horse Rider, the prophet explains that he represented death. So many saints were going to be killed. But Jesus Christ said in the book of John, I will not leave you, nor will I forsake you, but I will be with you, even in you, until the end of the world. Now Christ, the same was in the beginning, the same that we see in the book of Isaiah, being prophesied of, the same one we see as a mighty angel coming down with an open book, in the church age and there was an anointing God raised the standard the devil came as the standard of a red as the, as the storm of a red horse rider but God raised the standard and the prophet tells us that God does not take a ruler and come with a ruler and come with a ruler and put it here and say I'm now raising a standard and take a ruler and put it there no say God raises men as a standard that's why when Colette stood God has to raise a man and take a standard against Colette hallelujah that is why when the walls of Jericho stood God had to raise a standard he had to raise a Joshua to be a standard in this last day when the devil is roaring like a lion coming to you like a flood in a storm the Lord is raising a standard guess who that standard is you are that standard tonight my brother you are that standard tonight my sister that's why the Bible says in the book of Isaiah arise and shine for the light has come it's time for you to arise you have been sleeping for too long you have been sleeping for too long it's time that you wake up it's time that you rise arise my brother arise from where you are seated arise and shine arise my sister arise from where you are seated arise and shine for your light is coming oh glory to God hallelujah in the third in the third section we are told there was a black horse rider who came what did that black horse rider represent he represented famine and pestilence spiritual famine in those church ages there was no preaching of the true word there was the preaching of father son and the holy ghost there was preaching of the, there was the, the Nicolaitan spirit that had become now the deeds that had now become prevalent that was now about to sit on the throne 
the, 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 the black horse rider he came the prophet explains and says I want you to see this it is not a different rider it's the same rider that is riding on a different horse a horse represents a power that's why he told us that in the book there of Amos it was not different creatures it was the same creature that was showing itself in four different forms it was the caterpillar the cankerworm, the locust and the palmer but it was the same creature in the book of revelations there it was the same rider the antichrist that was riding another power but praise God in that day God raised men as a standard he raised men like Luther he raised men like John Wesley Intellect that could, could, could write the 90 ordinances against the Roman Catholic Church that will stand and preach the just shall live by faith what was that? That was the anointing. Anointing of their day. Hallelujah. That was the anointing of their day. And God raised men like that. But praise God. In this last age. In this last age. There is another anointing. That is being risen. There is another anointing. That is prevalent. Hallelujah to face. And challenge. The most powerful. Enemy. Was the fourth seal. The fourth seal. It tells us of an enemy that was a pale horse rider. The prophet explains. He says a pale horse rider. Pale is a mixture of all these colors. Now, if you know, the prophet one time when he was casting out devils, he says there was one demon that was calling to the other demon for enforcement. That's the nature of the devil. When the devil sees that he's being beaten on all fronts, he goes and calls his other demons and say, come and help me. Come and help me. That is why you see your enemy. He does not come to you one like one this. They will come as many. When the enemy wants to come after you, your father will rise against you. At the same time, your wife is rising against you. At the same time, at your job, your boss is rising against you. That's the plan of the devil. That's what he does. When he sees he's being defeated, he goes and calls for another, another power to come and support him. But praise God. The Bible says, no weapon that is formed against you shall God does not stop the devil from creating or from forming weapons. He gives him time and says, devil, go. Go to your laboratory. Go and make an, a, a powerful weapon that you think can defeat my people. And God likes to show off. God wants to show off with you. That is why he lets you witches come and threaten you. That is why he lets your boss come and give you a notice to fire you. God allows that to happen. Why? Because he wants to prove to the devil that no matter what you do, you cannot do anything to Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No pale horse rider formed against the bride shall prosper. Because today we have a greater anointing. Oh, praise God. Under the mystery of the open book, under the open book, we have an anointing. The eagle anointing. Oh, glory to God. The Bible tells us in the book of Matthew 24. Matthew 24. That wheresoever the eagles are, wheresoever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered. In the message as the, as the, as the eagle stare at the nest, the prophet tells us that God is the great eagle 
that God is the great eagle and we are eagles that he is the Messiah and we are Messiahs. I thought that Jesus Christ was the only Messiah but no say you are also a Messiah a Messiah to your own family you are a Messiah to your own family you are supposed to break the chains the chains that are bothering your people from the family you are supposed to deliver them from generational spirits you are the one that draws the line say Satan you have had enough there is no more liberty in my family there is no more liberty in my lineage hallelujah oh glory to God so in the last day, we have the anointing. The anointing of an eagle. What does an eagle do? What are the characteristics of an eagle? An eagle, my brother, does not eat of rotten food. An eagle does not partake of dead food. That is why we as the bride do not partake of the gospel of Luther. Though it was good for their day, though the gospel of Wesley was good for their day, it is not our portion. Because can only go for a fresh kill. For a fresh kill. An ego is a predator. It's a predator. It goes to hunt. An ego goes to hunt. Hallelujah. I want to tell you it doesn't matter. How many devils were chasing you? But today, under the eagle anointing, you are a predator. You are a predator tonight. Back home in Zimbabwe, we say Shiria Buta Reken. We say Shiria Buta Reken in English. It means the prey has become the predator. The prayers become the predator. The devil was chasing you for so long. But now upon you is the anointing of an eagle. That's the predator anointing. That is why we can go and face any devil without fear because we are predators. We are not the prayer. You have run for long enough. You have run from the devil long enough there is time to go into the camp of the enemy and say Satan I silence you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ because you are under the eagle anointing oh hallelujah do I have eagles here tonight do I have eagles here tonight who are ready to fly above every storm hallelujah praise God that's why David would say when my heart is overwhelmed Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. That rock of Mount Zion. There is only one bed. There is only one form of a bed. One bed, bed that can get to that level of Mount Zion. That's the eagle. The cross cannot go up there because they are not made with the material that can get to such a height. Luther could not go up there. Denominations cannot go up there. That is why this hidden mystery it's only for the bride because it's only the bride that is under the eagle anointing and it is only the eagle anointing hallelujah that can soar above the storm oh praise God let's hear what the prophet says hallelujah if you love the Lord say amen if you believe that you are an eagle say amen hallelujah do we have eagles here tonight do we have eagles here tonight do we have eagles here tonight hallelujah how many know that they are eagles how many are going into the enemy's camp to take back what the devil has stolen hallelujah to take back your peace of mind to take back your children to take back your prosperity oh hallelujah praise God in the message hallelujah praise God hallelujah the countdown in the message the countdown paragraph 69 Paragraph 69, I'll read here. Paragraph 69, the message, the countdown. It says, 
And that's the way God is doing now. Instead of being some little old, some little school guy come out and talk about certain things that Dr. So-and-so said years ago, we got eagles, prophets rising into the heavenlies. Hallelujah. That's the character of an eagle. It rises into the heavenlies. When the storms of life come, an eagle will soar above the storm an eagle will fly above the storm. That's why if you're an eagle, you will soar above every problem because that's the anointing of the day. Far above the earth-bound chicken. Earth-bound chicken thought, the thought of the earth-bound chicken, astronaut age, God's proven it. Watch. Ah, you've heard this. God has proven it. He says, watch. Hallelujah, praise God. When we go further in the same message, the countdown, the prophet explains that in this day that we are living, whatsoever happens in the natural is a type of what's happening in the spiritual. He says, look at science. Science is progressing from the you. We used to have the horse and buggy. And after the horse and buggy, there was a Progression to the automobile. From the automobile, there was a progression. And to what? The age of the aeroplanes. From the age of the aeroplanes, there is yet another progression into this day that we are living in. Now he explains to us and tells us that the, the, the horse and buggy was justification under Luther. Hallelujah, praise God. Amen. It was the first anointing that was there in their day. Ah, hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Now after justification, we go to sanctification. The second anointing, which goes well and well with the second anointing of the book of Revelation. Remember there were four anointings in Revelation. In this day there are also four anointings. There is the anointing of the horse and buggy. Of the automobile. Hallelujah. Amen. Now there was also another anointing. That when we get to Azusa Street Revival, the prophet revival. explains that they had added more horsepower. They had added more revelation. It was now the Holy Ghost. You know they were, they were taken off of the earth. They were now moving in heavenly places. They were flying. They were flying in the level of the clouds there, where they would have a feeling. In church, they would jump and shout. They were flying somehow. Hallelujah, praise God. But that was the time of Azusa Street. And the prophet explains that today we are in a higher dispensation. We are in a better dispensation. He says now as science has proven that man can go above the clouds and can soar into the heavenly places far to the moon. The, the, God, the Bible, the prophet tells us in the countdown that God as well he is fixing to take his church uh, take a to a certain anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why Matthew, that is why Luther and Wesley and Azusa Street, Street, they had those things. But in our day, we are spiritual astronauts. We are bound for the heavens. We are bound for the heavens. Not only to the skies. For you, my brother, the sky is not the limit. The sky is the limit to the Pentecostals. Not to you, bride of Christ. The sky is the beginning. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. 
glory to God. He says the astronaut is the eagle anointing. The astronaut is the eagle anointing that can soar above the earthbound chicken. Hallelujah. That is why we are not like the denominations. We are not earthbound. We are not bound by the sky. We will fly above the skies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. We are flying not to the moon but beyond the moon in the speed of a light. One of these days in the twinkling of an eye we shall be raptured. We shall be caught. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory to God. That's the anointing of this day. That's the bright anointing. Hallelujah. The astronaut age. The eagle anointing. Now for a topic. For a subject of my message. Hallelujah. I'd like to call it the anointing under the open book is the placement of the bride. The anointing under the open book. Remember, open book means a revealed word. Now, what does the revealed word bring forth? It gives birth to eagles. Because God Himself is an eagle. And so are we eagles. Hallelujah. So the revealed word gives birth to eagles. It gives you power that is above atomic power. It gives you a power that is above the horse power. Hallelujah. What do we have in this day? We have got the word power. We have got the word power which is ten times more than atomic power which is ten times more than the hydrogen bomb. Hallelujah. Praise God. That is why under this anointing you can fly into the heavenly places. Now the Bible says we are seated in heavenly places together with the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because we are eagles. We are astronauts. Oh, give God a shout of praise. Give God a clap of hands tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. In the same message, the sixth, in the sixth seal, paragraph 249, the prophet says, it is the eagle age that gets the word and the revelation. It is the eagle age that gets the word and the revelation. All that understands that, raise up your hands. This is not me, this is the prophet saying. All that understands that, raise your hand. That's so good. That's fine, see? That's good. Now see if you can get back there under the seals. If they ever get when they are opened, you can see exactly what God is doing. What exactly is done. What exactly is going to do. Here it is. Not there. Not in Zimbabwe. Not in northern Uganda. But right here. It is here tonight. That eagle anointing is here. It is here. The eagle anointing is here. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise God for the eagle anointing. It is here in the bride. It is here in the bride. Hallelujah. I'm about to take off. Up into the heavenly. I'm about to take off. Fear. Fear. Give me room. I'm about to take off. Doubt. Give me room. I'm about to take off. Doubt. 
poverty. Obwavu. Give me room. Vira. I'm about to take off. Satan. Satan. Give me room. Vira. I'm about to take off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because when they are about. When they are about to launch a rocket into space, they clear the people, they evacuate the people a distance of maybe a kilometer. Because when the rocket is standing up, it releases a power and a fire that can incinerate or can reduce you to ashes in a matter of seconds. If it's like that, on an earthly rocket, What's more? What's more? Make way. I'm about to take off. How many are about to take off now? How many are ready to take off? That's why the prophet preached the message. That's why the prophet preached the message. Countdown. When they are about to launch a rocket, they have a countdown. They count from ten. They say nine, eight, seven, six. My brother, if you were still catching the rocket, when they get to six, you better leave everything that you can and run for safety. That's my message to the devil. Satan, we are about to get to power. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. If you are still close to my house, if you are in the parameters of my house, make way. Vavo. Make way. Vavo. Make way. Sitani. For liberty. Make way. Because I'm about to take hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. Do I have eagles? Do I have eagles that's about to take off? My brother, what you have to do is to jump up. To jump up and open your wings of faith. Open your wings of faith. Flap them once or twice. And you are high above the storm. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. I always wondered why denominations cannot believe the word. Now the prophet explains and says denominations cannot understand the word because it is only the ego age that can understand the baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. It is only it is only yoka. the eagle age yoka. that can get to understand yes, Hallelujah. Amina. that there is a higher place than the moon that can get to understand that there is an open book that has been restored in the blood and under the misinstruction of that open book is the eagle anointing that gives a believer power to go and chase devils. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where is that demon that was troubling you? Where are those witches that were chasing you in your sleep? Where is that sickness that was chasing you into the icy room? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The predator, the prey has become the predator. God has graduated you to the top of the food chain. You are now on the top of the food chain. There is not enough devils in hell that can stand before you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, give God a clap offering. Give God a clap offering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says here in the fifth seal. Don't forget this. Church. This is a stern warning. The prophet is telling you, church. Do not forget this. And you, brethren, on the tape. I mean, you, brethren, on, on, online. In live streaming. 
I want you to examine this. How could men do anything else besides the power of God that had been released to them? I have a question for you tonight. How can you do anything? How can you believe anything but the power of the anointing of the ego that has been done in, that has been revealed in this day? Hallelujah, that's the spirit that is prevalent in this day. That's your standard, my brother. That's your standard, my sister. You are not expected to live under your anointing. You are not expected to live under your privilege. That's why the prophet is asking, how can men do anything apart from the spirit and the anointing that has been released in their day? God in our day has released the equal anointing. That is why you must fly. That is why you must fly. I don't care, my brother. How many devils were chasing you? I'm grabbing you by the end. Saying, Arise and shine. Arise and shine. For your light has come. Arise and shine, my sister. Your light has come. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. You are a standard. That's why you must fly. That's why you must fly above the storm. That's the anointing of the day. The prophet William Brenner was the first sheep to be waved. To be waved. I remember in the book of Samuel, or oh, there was a David. And in the book of Kings, you hear of there being a Goliath. A Goliath stood and declared for 40 days. And he said, hey, give me a man. Give me a man that can stand before me and challenge me to a duel and challenge me to a fight. The devil had come roaring like a lion. The Bible tells us that the enemy is like a lion roaring and seeking one to devour. If you know your English well, you will know that if something is said to be like, it means that it's not. If I say you look like Obama, it means that you are not Obama. Although you look like him. But praise God, we have the true lion of the tribe of Judah. The Bible does not say he is like. It says that he is. The devil is like. But he, God is. The demons are like. But you are. The young one of a dog is a dog. The young one of a snake is a snake. The young one of a lion is a lion. What about the young one of God? Hallelujah. You are a God over your situation. You are a God over your circumstances. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Now God looking at Goliath he says, Goliath, you are asking for a man. But God does not waste bullets. God does not waste ammunition. God does not send a man to do a boy's job. He says, Goliath, you have not yet reached the level of requiring a man. That is why I'm not going to send you a man. That is why I'm going to send you a boy. That's why I say, fear not little flock. Fear not little flock. Fear not little flock. It's the Father's good will to give you the kingdom. It's the will of the Father to give every demon into thine hands. That is why when David went, he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Hallelujah, David. Daudi. Representing the bride. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Representing the bride. He had been eating of the book. He had been meditating on the book. Now, like when he came, 
Before Goliath, Goliath said, Today I'm going to kill. I'm going to Goliath did not say today. Goliath said, I'm going to kill you. And feed you to the beds of the earth. But a David, who was eating of the book, remember when you eat the book, it has after effects that you prophesy. And David said, I have read what you have said, Goliath, but I have a better offer. I know my God. Daniel says, them that know their God shall do exploits. David knew his God David knew his God that's why he stood and said I am not just going to kill you but today hallelujah today Goliath did not give an expiry date Goliath did not give a date hallelujah that is why we give the notice to the devil and say not tomorrow not after the service but right now as the word is being preached I'm going to kill you. I'm going to feed you to the birds. David had eaten of the book and he prophesied that is why you little bride you have come to prophesy that Satan enough is enough not tomorrow devil right now when I go back home I want to see you gone when I go back home I want to see you back in your beds I don't want to see a child or that you are ever there hallelujah amen Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was the anointing of the day. And after David, Dawdi. we saw David being the first chief to be risen. Dawdi. To be shielded, to be waved over before people. That was now the era of giant slayers. That is why we have a Samson. That is that is why we have a, we have a shamga. That is why we have all giant slayers coming out. That is why we have Jonathan killing all those Ishbinobi, the brothers to Goliath. That was the anointing of the day. When, when an anointing is released, take advantage of the anointing. The anointing of the day is an eagle anointing. Take, anoint, take advantage of the anointing and say, God, I'm going to rise upon the wings of an eagle upon faith. That is why the anointing under the open book, under the revealed seals, is the eagle, is the bright placement. That's your position as the bride. That's why I said when you get to know who you really are, there is no devil. There is no demon. There is no circumstance. There is no sickness. I don't care where you have been. I don't care what you have done. I don't care where you have been. I don't care what you have been through. The anointing is fresh. The anointing is fresh right here. Right now. Take advantage of the anointing. Take advantage of the presence of the Holy Ghost. Satan, way. I am about to take off. I am about to take off. Hallelujah, a rocket. Amen, hallelujah. A rocket does not need a runway. All the other airplanes, they need a runway. But a rocket does not need a runway. Hallelujah. Where it stands, it can just take off at any time. You can take off even right now. You can take off even right here. You don't need a runway. You don't need a pastor to tell you to run, run, run. You just need to take off. If you believe it, you are taking off. You are taking off high above the clouds. High above the moon. That's the difference between the earthly astronauts and God's astronauts. Earthly astronauts can go just as far as the moon. 
but we can cross the moon in the twinkling of an eye we'll be way above the moon way above the Milky Way way beyond the sun right into the presence of God hallelujah that is why you are an astronaut you are going into the presence of God oh glory to God hallelujah that is why we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's the anointing of the day. That's the anointing of the hour. The eagle anointing. The eagle anointing. To go high above every storm. High above every reason. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. That's the anointing of the day. That's your anointing. That's your anointing. Give God a shout of praise. And say, God, this is my anointing. This is my anointing. Thank you for Malachi 4. Thank you for Revelation 10. I am taking off. I am taking off. I am taking off. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Give a God a shout of praise.